Welcome to Primary Attribute, or a Castles and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the GM, which means I run the world and the NPCs, and I use they-them pronouns. Hi, my name's Adam. I play as Vons. We are both he-hims, and Vons is... Uh, Vons just leveled up, so he's feeling pretty good. Uh, I'm Erin. I play Erisene. I use she or they pronouns, and Erisene uses she, her exclusively. Erisene just spent the night with a guy that she's really into, so that's nice. And now she's uh, giving uh, her best friend Tilia a ride, a piggyback ride home, so, you know. <laughs> I forgot it was a piggyback ride. <laughs> <laughs> All fun things. <laughs> My name's Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard, and... I just came off of probably the worst night of my life, the most embarrassing, and I would like to go and um, bury myself under a whole bunch of books in the li- in the university library. Oh. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the kobold illusionist slash mechanic. Uh, I'm a he-him, as is Grix, and uh, Grix is in the middle of something that I'm forgetting what it is. But otherwise, there's a lot going on right now, and Grix is really excited to, like, get out there and get busy. Uh, you were walking home and heard voices in your ear. I believe it's the last thing that happened. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, Aaron, would you like to give us the recap from last week? Well, the week before last. After dreaming of Rube Goldberg devices, Grix awoke to Elpida needing help in the kitchen. They made pancakes for everyone in Curiosities and Photios' apartments. Vons woke up just giddy from spending the night with Green, and they grabbed pancakes. Wealthy woke up face-palming and only stayed for pancakes because her stomach rumbled in the middle of her escape. Elpida tried to wake up her dad, but was warned off by Grix, much to Ian's frustration. (laughs) No one ever lets me torture the NPCs. (laughs) (laughs) Ericene and Photios woke up pleasantly after a false start when when Grix called to everyone about pancakes, and they weren't ready to get up. Erisine then told Photios to forget about helping her with meeting with Richard Stanton, and Photios tried to assure her it isn't a problem, but she was pretty firm. Vons made small talk with Green, and when Green asked to kiss him, he responded by kissing her, just as we all wanted. While Grix walked home, he had an eerie encounter with a voice encouraging him to go down, just as he passed over the spot where the magical explosion cost him his arm. There was no cliffhanger, but we did level up! Yeah, um, does everyone want to go over real quick? I'll I'll call on each of you because there's no circle we can go around. But just kind (laughs) of give the outline of what your level up meant, what you did. Oh, geez, you expect me to remember shit from last week? Uh I do. And you've earned yourself the first spot. Kelly, (laughs) how was your level up? You are so unreasonable. (laughs) Um, What did I do? I I leveled up to um, third level wizard and... um, because my intelligence score is um, 16, I was able to add a, uh, another um, spell to my second level. And so, yeah, I'm going to be starting. Uh, I, added, I added Rope Trick, and I'm going to start looking for another um, second level spell. And listeners, I know you're all excited for more logistical mechanics. I'm sorry, I'm a librarian. <laughs> Research is going to happen. It's just how it goes. Uh, I figure Wealthy's going to spend 
um, all of her spare time in the library because um, <laughs> she doesn't want to face any of the people she works with. Ericene, Photios invites you on a date to the university library for no apparent reason. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely say something too wealthy if that was the case because I would be like really don't think that wealthy wants me to be on her <laughs> turf. But yeah, so rough trick, new spell, and anything else? Uh, what did what was your HP increase? Do you remember? My HP went to ten. Dope. No, no, thir- no. Yeah, my HP is ten. No, it's twelve. It's uh, it's eleven. Sorry, it's eleven. Right, because you get like a plus one, and we determined you must have rolled insanely hot every time because you use a D four. Yeah. Die. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. All right. Next up is wit. Oh yeah, so Grix, uh, Grix got uh, one more hit point. Technically, he lost a hit point, but that's not possible. <laughs> so uh, I got one more hit point. Uh, so I'm not up to four. And I got a new spell, a second level spell, uh, which is detect thoughts. Um, so now Grix can read minds. Very briefly, once a day. But hey. But hey, that's pretty minds. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So I joked in an earlier episode that everyone gets psychic powers at level three. So thanks for making that joke true for some reason. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm an illusionist. Yes. What do you want from me? <laughs> Based on the coin flip, Aaron. I plateaued with regard to new cool things that I can do. I do now have oh my, i can both move silently and be hidden at the same time but i only get half yeah it's like you're a lot of negative and you have to move a lot slower yeah it's like you move quarter speed instead of half speed yeah but i'm capable of doing it yes yeah i get plus two to move silent and then i can only work it i can only move it quarter speed instead of half speed if I'm also hiding at the same time. You get plus two to move silent? Is that just your normal yeah. bonus? Okay. I don't know. Because I, I updated my character sheet and it doesn't tell me if that is a new thing or not. Okay. But that doesn't include the penalty you would get for doing both, right? Accurate. Cool. Yeah. I think that that's the only thing. And then I gained three hit points, so now I'm at 11 HP. Wizard and assassin or tanks. This is fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. Oh, and I'm also considering that I lost one more damage after uh, sleeping <laughs> last night. Yes. If any of you were down, you healed one HP. <laughs> I'm still at two... I'm still at two damage, and I'm guessing that that's out of 11 now instead of out of eight. Is that correct? Yeah. So just if you were at six out of eight, just make it so you're at nine out of 11 now. Yes. Yeah. And last but not least, Adam. Well, I'm at level three. I think that uh for alchemists that doesn't affect a hell of a lot my hp you, went up you get to... access to second level well <laughs> yeah there's, there's that <laughs> it's not cheap but it happens and i still have to like hang out at home base for a while to make that 
matter at all. Um, which I'm not. I'm uh, waking up, and I think I'm still eating pancakes. I think he left. Vaughn's is probably going to eat as many pancakes as are being made. All right. That's uh, it's very animal behavior, I think. So long as pancakes are cooking, Vaughn's is eating. Um, <clears throat> HP went up to 13, I think. That sounds right. <laughs> so now Vaughn's is the tank. I Whoa. guess. God, that's a bad idea. Really, it's just more that any of you has to stand in front that isn't Grix. Because left to his own devices, Grix will stand in front. Grix will stand in front. Grix will stand in front. Oh, I've always been defensive of Grix. I think we're all defensive of Grix. Um, and or trying to get uh, Green and Alara to help us out whenever we can. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I got is I get a plus one bonus to saving throws versus poison. I knew that there was something else that I was forgetting. Because you've slowly built an immunity over the years. Apparently. That's how poison works. Over the crawls in the sewers yeah. over the past couple weeks. I also imagine that with experience, Ericene has cemented some more knowledge about like antidotes and countermeasures and all of that. Yeah. I'm I'm going to argue flavor reasons here and suggest perhaps an alchemist can acquire similar thingies because I'm a little I... worried about Vaughn's like tasting the wrong mushroom at some point. So if I didn't give you poison handling, I meant to, and we will see because I do need to expand your class <laughs> slightly. Sure. Maybe you can research it. Ask Aristine to teach you. <laughs> <laughs> Please show me how to not die while I drink. Here, lick this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all right. So Grix was on his way home, and we'll continue doing that. Erisine uh -huh. was giving Tilia a piggyback ride. Wealthy had left, I believe, in the company of Alvin and May. And I believe we established Vaughn's had left, although not at the same time as Green and... So, Vons, yeah. you left at some point because there is no one interesting left to roleplay with, by which I mean I don't want to go back to those apartments <laughs> right now. <laughs> Torn down the set. The camera crew has moved on. We can rebuild them Vons later. Vons doesn't but... feel like cleaning up dishes or anything, I guess. Everyone, I think, I think I'm, I think at the end of the last episode, we, we, like, openly stated everyone has left. Um, but yeah, so happy, I think it's Saturday. At this point, because Wealthy did a job interview on Friday, and then there was bar drinking, and then... The lockdown happened. A mere 200 episodes later, we have made it one day further. Ian, I think you mean Fantasy Saturday. Yes, Fantasy Saturday. When are you guys going to start using a robot voice filter over that... Uh... I don't think I can dodge this anymore. I don't think you can dodge this anymore, <laughs> Ian! I am going to buy a tiny bit of time. Aaron, slash Aerosene, can you please describe what it's like dragging a very drunk Tilia home? Oh yeah, she's still drunk, and uh, honestly, Aerosene can't quite figure out how that happened, because she doesn't remember there being any more alcohol left, because we were all drinking quite a lot. Is she real little? Yeah, but Tilia also, like, A, can handle her liquor, and B... There wasn't any more liquor left, so, like, 
where'd she get it from? But Tilia is like, you know, just, you know, narrating like half asleep. She's heavy. She's getting, she feels like, you know, that kind of dead weight. Uh, she's, she's in sack of potatoes mode. Yeah, she's in sack of potatoes mode. Yeah, the coffee has worn off at this point. <laughs> yeah. She hasn't barfed into your hood or anything though yet, right? No, and I don't have my hood right now. I, I was wearing club gear. I mean, like, I was in, like, a bodycon dress. Like. Ooh. <sighs> yeah, Ericene looks fucking hot. Like, she was going out drinking. You, that should have given you a bonus to any rolls with Photios. I didn't have to roll with Photios. Oh, I see. That's confidence right there. Yeah, I haven't had to roll with Photios. <laughs> Uh, yeah, confidence is knowing you don't have to roll a check. I take her home. It's not very far, like, between her house and mine, so. But, you know, wander back up through. Gemwood is very pretty this morning. There's, you know, the fresh air, as fresh as the air can be. Considering we're all in a cave, yeah. Breezing through, but, you know, it's the Gemwood, so, like, it's closer to the surface. It's up higher. Like we have more, we have more like vents and stuff. Far fewer rat droppings. Yeah, far fewer rat droppings. Um, just like the colors of the gem, like the the colors of the light filtering through the gems is just like really pretty. And I, you know, I pass Tilia off to, you know, her butler. <laughs> Dude does not even blink. Nope. He's he says something like, "Oh, I'm glad you're back. Thank you." And then turns around and goes back. Buttles off. Yeah, buttles off. Yeah. I'm sure butlers must exist somewhere in the PNW, but I've never met one. Can you describe this butler in more detail? I'm very curious about what this looks like up in this uh up in this mountain. No. Ian. Because you realize butler isn't like a species, right? <laughs> I'm just wondering what an underground butler for an elf culture. I assume this is Elvin? She's a gnome. She's a gnome. Imagine a rich shithead that has a butler. They oh. probably have the equivalent of a tuxedo. Because all of the butlers will. Duh, that's because all butlers, by tradition, are penguins. Oh. No. <laughs> 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 that would explain the walrus. Damn. So then I go home. You do. It's very exciting. Yeah, you... As you leave, you hear Talia yelling, You're the best, Boris! And then you hear a thud. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the thud was the door closing. I sort of smile a little bit. <laughs> All right. Didn't break the vase in the entryway this time, which is an improvement. <laughs> but yeah, so you head on home. Can you please describe for me what it looks like as you enter the Mayfin Wee estate for certain values of estate, the grounds. One thing that I'll say is like, there's an outside area. Yep. There's like, and on, on in none of our estates, is it very big, but there is like, you know, a garden area and a couple of, you know, small trees that are kept alive through magic and, you know, gardening magic or, whatever and Ericene doesn't know how yeah that's not something that she needs to know 
there's, you know, a fairly high fence uh, around, um, like, you know, a stone wall sort of a fence, and then enter the, through the gates and, you know, make your way through the little garden. And the, the facade is imposing because this is one of the houses that was actually, like, sort of built but also like carved into the side of the the mountain it actually has like a wood facade in addition to there being the stone that it's built into and it's kind of like um i keep imagining like a victorian mansion sort of a situation where you walk like there is like like a walk up to it yeah you know, you have to, like, walk up steps, and then there's, you know, you go into the house, and there's uh, sort of, like, a grand entrance hall, as grand as it can be for not being completely enormous, but it's much bigger than most people's apartments, just the entrance hall. And then off to the side, there's the stairs that go up to the next floor, and... There are several rooms off the entrance hall, always like extremely ornate, you know, carved wood. Basically everything once you get inside the house is wood. Uh, yeah, wood underground would indicate uh, a lot of wealth. Yeah. A lot of it was probably brought from the ground. Yeah, exactly. Like it, this is, you know, this is like 600 year old wood. <laughs> Don't um, scratch the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get over this flashback to my grandmother real quick. Well, there's this extra. Oh, it's only going to get worse, buddy, I'm sure. <laughs> there's like ornate like molding around uh, like every door and around the the top of every like around the top of every room. There's like ornate crown molding and it's all like wood colored. It's not painted like normal Victorian style would be. It's like all wood colored. It's all finished to show the grain. Yeah. Exactly. Jesus. Um, definitely a fair amount of like just straight up wood paneling. Anywhere that doesn't have wood paneling though has wallpaper, which is an extreme luxury around here. Why would you just use paper for decorating? Like, yeah. People don't use paper for shit around here. That requires like pulping a whole tree and yeah, yeah. But that's that's kind of the that's kind of the vibe. All right. I'm not like sneaking in or anything. No, I told them where I was gonna be. Yeah. How much so, detail did you give them? I remember. I remember you sent that out to your grandparents specifically, and that you said a that you were fine and b that you wouldn't get pregnant. But I don't remember <laughs> if you told them like where you were geographically besides not the gemwood. And because I'm uh, generally health conscious and concerned in this manner, how what what are what are the uh, prophylactic measures available in this world? How do we how, is, the, is birth control a thing? Yes, definitely. You're on a limited space. <laughs> Relatively limited space and limited resource area. And honestly, it was a priority in the world before that. So 
there's condoms. There's probably the magical and herbal equivalent of you know hormonal birth control. Oh, I like, listened to episode what was it fourteen. We know there's condoms. There's definitely condoms. In some places, there's a mat of them. <laughs> I think that there would be probably either like a potion that one could take, like on either a daily or weekly or monthly basis that would prevent conception. Or I could also see there being like some kind of, you know, magical means, like, you know, a spell that one could. Right. Yeah. A potion I think or there's... something of that nature. I think there's all of those, the kind of potion an alchemist can make. And then there's also the straight up, yeah, spell that a wizard or a cleric would probably cast. Yeah, I'm only asking because I think Vons is sensing an opportunity here. I like Vons' optimism. What's uh, what's the illusionist spell? For not conceiving? <laughs> you think that you had sex, but you didn't. <laughs> it's the... Cy- cyber... It's cyber. Yes, yeah. it's cyber. Yeah. It's also the spell you use when it's basically like, I swear this doesn't usually happen. The spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I can't find the thing that says what I actually okay, said. Not a big deal. I think you kept it a little no. bit vague. You certainly were like, by the way, I'm not my new boyfriend's place. <laughs> I definitely didn't say that. Oh, I found it. All it says is Ericene writes to her grand grand re I won't get pregnant. Sweet. So that's what I said. Ian, you can't put it off anymore. I love you and I support you. One thing I need you to do is first off, your mother appears. Second off, please pronounce your mother's name for the audience. And totally not me. (laughs) (laughs) It's Aramith. I was going to say, because I think of it as Aramith in my head, and I also was pretty sure that was wrong. So is it is this like Ericene but Meath instead of Scene? Yep. Yes. Because okay. I believe all of the trailing, like all the second syllable wise. Yeah, like a familial prefix. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Aramith is, as you kind of come in the door, is headed towards the door. You know your mom pretty well. It's maybe a little quicker than if she was actually relaxed, but it's not. <laughs> gotta get out, gotta get out, gotta get out right now. Quick. Okay. I've definitely seen that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure it has been a staple feature of your life. <laughs> yeah. But it's also escorting a dwarvish woman. Looks kind of like a little bit rumpled. And so what probably happened was that she was crashing here last night. Mm. And do me a favor and make a charisma check to see if you recognize this person. I rolled a three, but then again, I do have a plus three to my charisma and I am at level three now. So that's a nine total, but that's still bad. (laughs) It is still bad. However, this person is relatively important. So their name is whoever's editing this. I'm sure you missed all the page flipping. (laughs) Was was this role just designed to check whether or not Ericene is like so hungover that she can't remember a famous other elf? Dwarf. Oh, dwarf. Yeah, you recognize this person. You don't know them super well because they are in the situation where they are dominantly in your circles, but in a very indirect way. Okay. This is Elizabeth Baker, also known as the... So... I'm probably going to mix up my terms. 
So I apologize to listeners in advance, but for basically all of the important sort of quote unquote departments in the city, there's two different versions of the job. There is a political head, and then there is the kind of day-to-day operations head. So the day-to-day operations person can actually do logistics and all of that, and the political person can deal with, you know, other people. Political person is held much more strictly to votes from the council and things like that. The um, day-to-day folks do not rotate in the same way, and it takes more of a vote to kick them out. This is your day-to-day head, so I'm going to call them the chief medical officer, for lack of a better term, or head healer, or something like that. This is the person in charge of basically all of the clinics, all of the healing in this area, and kind of the whole public health stuff in general. Oh, okay. The reason that she's indirectly in your circles is because you much more often deal with her counterpart. They're a politician. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I will greet them. Hi, Mom! Oh, hey, sweetie. Getting back? Yeah, I am. Where where were you last night, actually? Um, we, like, went drinking and then got, like, stuck in the Warrens and had to just, like, crash. Oh, cool. That actually sounds very fun. I mean, it's been a long time since I crashed in the Warrens, but, you know. I know, right? Like... How fun is it to crash in the Warrens? Like, ugh. It's pretty great. Ericene's mom sounds like she can party. Yes, Adam. Ericene's <laughs> mom's defining character trait is that she can party. To be fair, Adam does not read background information you're texting to me. <laughs> I guess that's fair. I have described her several times, though. It's true. Can you describe for the audience what your mother looks like? She has a little bit darker hair than I do. Um, I have like sort of strawberry blonde hair. She has more like like brownish blonde hair. Very much like a bright and bubbly sort of um, energy all the time. Also around like, you know, maybe five, six, five, seven. She's a little bit taller than me. She also looks younger than me now. Yes. That's sort of a vital piece of it. Because whereas I look like I'm maybe getting into my 30s or over, she looks like she's 22. (laughs) Like a solid 22. She's very excited to take a gap year, find herself in Europe before. Oh, and how. (laughs) (laughs) Be at the Warrens, that's fun. You've been to Elizabeth, right? Elizabeth, Ericene, Ericene, Elizabeth. I mean, I don't think we've actually met, but, like, it's very nice to meet you. Did you have to stay here last night, too? Oh, yes. Um, it was very nice here. Mother is lovely and was extremely kind. Did I get, like, a vibe on that? Um... <laughs> Can I do a vibe <laughs> check on that? <laughs> Roll wisdom. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so I have a plus two to wisdom, plus my experience level of three, plus the uh, 18 that I rolled. So that's a 23. The vibe is more that this is a vaguely flustered person who doesn't know how to go. I crashed at your house last night. Person who lives here, but was not here. 
you do not get the I don't get a vibe. You, you don't get you don't get a vibe. Your vibe check detects okay. no vibes <laughs> of that sort. Okay. Uh, but it was lovely to meet you. I'll be going. And thank you again, Aramith, and she heads out. So, sweetie. Yeah? You know your grandparents. I told them I wasn't going to get pregnant. Yes, but you also know what they do every time you're not home during lockdown. Well, I couldn't get home. I was in the fucking Warrens. Sweetie, I never said they were reasonable people. (laughs) No. I'm just saying your grandmother is being, well, herself. Uh. Luckily, I think uh, your grandfather is, has buried himself in a study already, so. But just, you know. Should I, like... Watch out, like you always do. Go change before I, like, go talk to them, or... That might be good. Nice dress, by the way. Okay. I know, right? I was like, I want to pop against the autumn moss. And then the lockdown happened. But it was fine. Ooh, Mom. Yes? Have you had any of that Rouladrin stuff? I don't think so. Oh, you would know. Is that the glowy drink? It's the glowy drink. Heard about it. If you see any... Try to find out when it was made, because I heard that, like, the newer stuff was, like, brewed in the sewers. That's a highly specific question, but yeah, sure. I can look out for that. I don't know. I mean, is it... You go to the same kind of parties that I go to, where, like, there would be crazy shit going on, and that's, like, the craziest shit ever, or whatever. Sweetie, are you telling me you've never actually drank anything that was made in the still in the sewers or down there generally speaking no but like there's a rumor going around that it's like made with sewer water i'm just saying keep an eye out okay i will do that okay anyway i'm gonna go clean up and find out what graham wants Alrighty, you head over to clean up I when I clean up, I put on um my most like elf basic tunic. I dress up like I am a mini grandma. Alright. Like olden clothing, super basic. Your humble wear. All of like the embroidery, you know, around the, you know, neckline that kind of shit in our world there would be a lace collar yeah exactly all right shades of beige (laughs) yeah you change you head out into the hallway and you immediately hear erisene mayfin we where were you last night it's your grandmother everyone's favorite person (laughs) (laughs) including the gms I go I go to wherever that was coming from. I'm guessing it's like her Um, no, she was like she was clearly coming to your door. Oh, okay. Like you caught her, you know, um, thirty feet away from you. I'll come out and close the door. <laughs> Be like Alright. Grandma I was in the Warrens, like I told you. I got stuck in the Warrens, but I sent you the rat. Did you not get the rat, Grandma? 
I got the rat. That's not the point, Ericene. Why are you in the Warrens in the first place? You shouldn't go down there. It's dangerous. And gross. No, like, Jasper and Tilia were with me. And, like, we were just having fun. And what kind of fun would that be? Drinking. The only thing you let me do. <sighs> just like your mother. <laughs> I think know that that is not true i mean you're still young pretty much equivalent i'm really not you do seem slightly more introverted than she was i'm more introverted than grandma or than mom was yeah you're only a hundred <laughs> yeah yeah that's true well 99 i was out with my friends we got stuck there's a storm it happens all the time i didn't get pregnant well, congratulations. Thank you. Shouldn't be that big of an accomplishment. It's what you ask me every time. I'm caught out in the storm. I just love this idea that every time Ericene comes back home, her grandma says, did you get pregnant? Well, I mean, that happened to Aramie, so. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a dickish thing to do, but there is a historical basis in why it would be asked. Well, first off, tell me who you're with. I mean, you're with Jaspar and Tilia, but anyone else? Just, like... Last time I checked, they don't have apartments there. No, uh, like, we went over to, like, Jasper's... One of Jasper's friends' houses. Uh, I have a feeling I know which friend you're talking about. <laughs> Do you know which friend we're talking about? Like... If I had to guess, his parents are too lenient. He's still a kid, like... You won't let me have a job. You won't let me have, like, anything interesting to do. I couldn't have an apartment even, like, would you pay for me to have an apartment in the Warrens? Like, I don't think you would. You won't let me have a job. You won't let me do anything. Like, do you want me to do something other than, like, get drunk all the time? Like, I don't get it. And I'm really tired of having this argument, like, every time that there's a storm. I'm tired of having this argument with you, too. So can I go get a job, or what? What kind of job do you think would be appropriate? A girl of your age and status. I've always thought I would make, like, a really good shop girl. Like, I'm really good at convincing people to do things. Like, buy things. Or, I don't know, I could, like, look at the, you know, job-wanted posters, or, like, who's offering jobs, or whatever. I could find something. Yes, you could. Oh, one of my friends did pass on. Um, if you're trying to make a job out of being a private investigator, please don't do that. <laughs> Why, Grandma? Is there something you don't want me to investigate? She's got that, like, um, defiant, like, look in her eye. Like, I'm picturing arms crossed, one eyebrow, all the way yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Is there something I shouldn't be investigating, Grandma? As Desclass says, it is to be in the war, and some of our friends do enjoy the privacy of the Velvet Room. And you apparently walked in there with a large number of city peaceminders and an inspector. And part of the reason they enjoy that place is for its relative discretion. <laughs> I would never go there. It's gross. But still, you're making us look bad. What happens if I keep doing that? Because it was fun. It was something interesting to do. If you don't bother our friends, then there are worse things you could be doing. Potentially. 
can I do an insight check on whatever the fuck that was? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, wisdom. Ooh. Um, I rolled a second 18 in a row. Damn. So that's another 23. The way she's talking and her body language and stuff, this is very much a you embarrassed me vibe that you're getting off of her. Okay. Because A, you know that your grandmother does not mind cops <laughs> because she's a rich person. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so it is almost definitely the application of legal force against people that she doesn't think that should happen to. But you do also get the impression that while she was saying, you know, the warrants are gross and she doesn't like them, that that was pretty specific. So she at least has heard a lot about this place. This wasn't just like some name she pulled out of a hat. Okay. Your grandmother knows about a lot of places because she talks to a lot of people all the time. Sorry I embarrassed you. I mean, I barely remember that day. I was so drunk. You were. Do you often go around up minders and inspectors while you're drunk? I don't know. I've recently, it's been like brought to my attention that sometimes I get blackout drunk and help the cops. So like, maybe. <sighs> <laughs> Listening to Ian just do the grandma. <sighs> Alright. Alright, fine. I have other things to take care of today. I will talk to you later. And she leaves. Yay, Grandma. Everyone's favorite person. Yay, Grandma. Everyone's favorite person. And on that cheerful ass note, hey, remember everyone else who's on this podcast? <laughs> uh-huh, I do. Cut to them. It's very exciting. It's Saturday, everyone. I want to know more about Grandma. What does she smell like? Oh, Ian, I'm going to text you something very briefly. Does she bake? Ericene's grandmother does not bake in any sense of the word. That's what the help is for. Sorry, she sounds a bit like a shitty grandma already. (laughs) A bit. (laughs) I I mean, I don't mean to dunk on Ericene's grandma here, but this does not sound like the kind of granny I can get down with. (laughs) For whatever sense of the word get down with. No, everyone fucking- I know exactly what she looks like. No, everyone fucking hates her. Like, don't worry about it. (laughs) Cutting to... Hey, Wealthy. Uh Uh-huh. The library is so nice and quiet on Saturdays. Also, you have to move by the end of tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about that. I empathize extremely. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I assure you, Wealthy did not forget about it. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. The kind of thing you remember in a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, shit, I needed to do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the slightest idea what to do. Um, there must be some kind of a halfling enclave. Yes, but you're... Tell me there's a halfling Within enclave. the main part of the city? Because there is a pretty large halfling enclave. You grew up in it. It's on the other side of the mountain from here. Don't tell me that! Alternately. You mean to tell me that most halflings live on the other side of the mountain? No, but that's like the... The largest enclave of halflings on the mountain. Yeah, the halfling ate And And some more of the kind of quote-unquote old ways thing going on. Like, there's also a zillion halflings in the city, but with the exception of the kobolds, who mostly just kind of moved into an area because they literally fit in it when almost no one else did, it's pretty mixed. That said, also, two of your best friends are human. It's not like you don't hang out with other spaces all the time. (laughs) I know, I know, but I don't want to live with my two best friends. Oh, for sure. 
Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna find any help from Vaughn's because he lives in a hole. I mean, you don't take much up much space, though. <laughs> you don't mind the smell of like arsenic, right? <laughs> 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 arsenic smells good of almonds. In, in Vaughn's den, Vaughn's is not the worst smell by far, because alchemy. <laughs> 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 and Grix lives in, in the, the kobolds and... I have mentioned wanting to potentially move, though. Have you? Yeah, I have, because it's very small. And I'm going to say it, come up, it came up at some point while you were in earshot. Even if it didn't on camera, because... <laughs> there was there were time jumps there, and there were... Gonna say, you yeah, were and... hanging out for nearly 16 hours consecutively? Yeah, it probably came up. And I think it did come up. Yeah. I think it came up in the bar. And, yeah, we're not using cameras anyway, so, yeah. Yes, but we know the whole city is miked. <laughs> well, it kind of is, right? Like, any rat can record anything that they want to at any time. Okay, I'm going to send a rat to Grix. All right. And basically, my rat is going to say, you want to split rent someplace? Wow, that's a, that's a <laughs> rather rapid cold open. Uh, Grix? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's yeah. the whole moat. <laughs> uh, Grix, you're you're chilling out. You're having a. Imagine you go get some coffee. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You see a rat run in and kind of say, "Yeah." It it looks at Molly and then it looks at you. The rats that come to Ottencourt know you. Already. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it delivers. I tip the rat a note, and you tip it, and it. I tip it, and I also uh, I take a spare spoon from behind the counter, and uh, I dip it into my uh, my oatmeal, and just so there's a tiny bit of oatmeal on the spoon, then I set it on the floor next All to right, the rat. All right, it chows down as you read your note. Uh huh. So that's so cute, <laughs> and such a great way to get the rat to stick around in case you need to send a message back. Yeah, that too. Uh. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to respond. Uh, yes, I would absolutely love to find a new place to live. Um, and another person of my stature would be a wonderful roommate, as it would simplify the placement of things. Oh, you could get a place with low ceilings, and then, like, I'm, I'm certain that those places are cheaper. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure. You're paying for half the height. Yeah, stack them, double tall. I will come find you. Cool. Or come, okay. let's, let's meet at the, um, I'll write back and let's say, uh, give it back to the rat that's finishing up his oatmeal and say, uh, yeah, let's meet lunchtime in the, God, where would be a good spot to get housing? I imagine there's got to be some sort of like a, like a city repository of that kind of information because they don't want people just like moving into random places that they find empty. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Hollowing out a, hollowing out a, little nook in the corner and saying this is my cave now yeah yeah i'm sure that there's an address system no one wants another bonds yeah um yeah if you go to command which is the name for kind of the district slash giant section that is the city government formerly built out of the kind of officer command posts for the fort and expanded extremely at this point yeah one of the offices there has a list and will help you find something Great, that's where I suggest that we meet. All right. Okay. I'm good with that. And clock wipe. Or actually first, real quick. 
Wealthy, is there anything you wanted to look for at the library today specifically? No, <laughs> I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at random spell books, trying to find um, a second second level spell, but you know nothing's really lighting my wick. Who needs greater maple brown sugar oatmeal? Why is that even a spell? <laughs> it's for the rats. <laughs> oh, oh, good. At second level, you can summon four gallons of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, welcome to Command. Command is a... It just really depends on where you are. There is a gigantic council chamber that's part of it and has some really big hallways kind of circling around it, and it's a big vertical space because seating several hundred people in a way that they can all talk to each other is difficult. Um, There's also just mazes of... If you've ever been in any you know, city government or not necessarily forward-facing federal government building, mazes of identical-looking offices for halls and halls and halls. Sure. And kind of everything in between. There are also some pretty cool plazas that look to the outside and have some magic set up so they can be shut very quickly. But So, you know, when people are making the kind of decisions that affect your lives, they can pretend they are important protagonists and look out over the world. And some other movie focusing on the other end of the society. You find yourself in one of the housing offices, you know, row of counters, bunch of kind of waiting chairs, although it's not super busy, and several clerks with, you know, giant books, ready and willing to help you. All right. We, uh, oh, we should, uh, what, uh, what, what are you looking for in a place? Uh, some place to sleep and some place to take a shower or a bath. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, you know. Yeah. Uh And and it would be nice to be close to work. Yeah. So your new your new work is in the Warrens? Yeah. 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 Uh yeah, yeah. So we want possibly want the Warrens. What other neighborhoods are near the Warrens? Are the Spires near the Warrens? The Spires seem So the Warrens is actually cul-de-sac's the wrong word, but the like entrance and exits are all into a neighborhood called Divinity. Oh, okay. Which You've been in briefly. Um, Wealthy went there for the interview, and that's actually kind of where you work. Okay. Cog's base office thing where he hands out the work is kind of right at the exit of the Cobalt Warrens into Divinity itself. But Divinity otherwise is mostly... um, Okay. I mean, it's a whole mix of things. It's kind of a middle-class neighborhood, but a lot of it is churches and shrines and temples and such in a almost strip mall like vibe sounds like they have a noise ordinance um, not first off you're dealing with a lot of stone so there's echoes but assuming you've closed everything sound doesn't get super far there's not gonna the gem wood and maybe the rise you will have to be quiet past you know 10 p.m there's nothing really to do in divinity past 10 p.m except for a couple of bars that are still open mm-hmm. but like if you're stumbling drunk down the street and being a little bit rowdy, probably no one will care. Because no one really cares in the city. Because as we've established, the city probably has an alcohol problem. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I guess then we'll look in Divinity and the Warrens. Ooh. Or anywhere interesting. I'm going to specifically say if there's anywhere really interesting. We want to see cool. that. Cool, all right. Um, so... And I'll say that in Grace's voice. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we go in and... Uh, is this where like they help us find a place, or is this just where we can like look? They at... help you. It because the city is so packed, 
um, it helps to have people who at least have a rough idea of what all these places are actually like. If you just basically got the phone book, it would be a rough time. So okay. you go in and you ask... The clerk. Yes, but you were going to do it in Grix's voice. So my friend and I, were, uh, we're looking for a new place to live. Uh, we're, uh, she, she got a new job, and uh, I'm, I'm looking to get out of the Kobold Warrens. Uh, we wanted to see what uh, what's available. Oh, and uh, we want to do it in uh, in Divinity or uh, the Warrens or uh, uh, I don't know anywhere anywhere that there's a really interesting place, like a like a really. Uh, do you mean the Cobalt Warrens or the Warrens Warrens? The Warrens Warrens. Nah, I'm done with the Cobalt Warrens for now. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. It should be clean. Yeah, clean. Uh, two bedrooms. A shower or plenty of room for 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 the storage of food. Yeah, and a shower and or bath. Yes. Okay. I think I can do that. Flips through the book. You know, goes through some stuff. Um, uh, would you be interested in having a full height or half height? Half height would be full height for you, but if you have a lot of human guests. Oh yeah, yeah. I I think half height's all right, but uh. We're open to full height. Okay, okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't see us having a lot of uh a lot of tallies. <laughs> they can they can squat. Um both of you roll and I should add that Grix has put on his uh his like uh nice linen button down shirt. Uh the fancy one that he wore out when we went clubbing. Yeah, he's got his fur like really slicked back real nice. Little little the little patches of fur. I love Grix's whole aesthetic so much. <laughs> gotta get get the artist. Gotta get it visualized. Yeah, so um, you look around. You said you were looking for some... And you also mentioned, like, also if there's anything interesting. So you're probably being like, hey, what about this? What about this? Both of you roll a D100 for me. Let me know what you get. Okay. Uh, Grix got a 21. All right. I got a 46. Cool. You have a couple options. There is a place in Divinity... That is above a temple of a god I keep meaning to actually remember the name of. Basically, it's above a temple, but it's quiet. And um, that temple, actually part of their kind of whole temple thing, is maintaining some really nice apartments. So, mm. which, uh, which temple is it? It's the main temple of um, Zandra. Zandra, huh? Yeah, which you know as a... Goddess of, among other things, you know, hearth and home and family and that sort of thing. Oh. Oh, dang. That's that's a great place to get an apartment at. Here we go. Uh, home, hearth, family, parenthood, and mentorship is Sandra's sort of portfolio. I mean, if if you can't find a uh, an apartment at the Temple of the Controlled Rent, then yeah, definitely go for Xanthra. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we go look at the place? Yeah, for sure. Um, so there's that. Just real quick, there is a a spot in the spires that, as far as you can tell, is basically, as it's described to you and laid out, it's probably someone's converted attic, and it's pretty high up on one of the spires, but it is there. And you would have a hell of a view. It's just also quite a walk up and down. And that's not particularly near where you work. It's one or two neighborhoods over. Um Build those thighs. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Just learn Featherfall. <laughs> I'm sure that happens and alarms people on a very regular basis <laughs> in a couple of the areas of the city. 
there's nothing that sounds particularly good in the Warrens. There's a couple of things, but like there's nothing interesting to recommend to them. It's like the affordable version of the cookie-cutter luxury apartments in Seattle that all look the same. They will house you, and you will have a place to bathe and eat and all of that. Just There's nothing interesting about them by comparison to the other two. Sure. Let's look at the one for Zansara. Temple of Zandra. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Let's let's okay. check that out. Zandra, whatever her name is. You said X A N D R A. It is. You've intuited my love of X's. But yeah, so you uh, go to the Temple of Zandra. It it's getting like later. You said it was around like lunchtime, so I think kind of their main service is all wrapped up for the day. Um, Zandra's holy day is Fantasy Saturday, so. Oh, handy. But yeah, the main thing has let out. And so there's a couple of, you know, clergy members, priests, priestesses, presumably those in training. Xandra um, is one of the bigger temples, which doesn't mean a lot in divinity. It's the size of a drugstore in our world in terms of floor plan, which is pretty fucking big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they need to fit probably over 100 people. Yeah, so you want to presumably find someone to ask about this. If you look around a little bit, um, you quickly spot a younger goblin woman who's kind of at a desk and or walking around, like, making notes in some sort of ledger or things like that. Like, seems to be kind of the person doing the, like, paperwork and ministrivia stuff. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, we're uh, we're here for the place with the, the renting. Oh, which which one? Sorry, long long. Long service. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No problem. Uh, did you want the full height one or the half height one? I think we have one of each right now. Uh, I don't see half height being any problem at yeah, all. Yeah, half height. Half height. So goblins are also pretty short, so she just kind of gives you the knowing nod. Uh, yeah. <laughs> please, thank you. I assume you want to see it, so come this way. Yeah, yeah we would. Please, thank you. Uh, yeah, you um, go into the back. There is a... Or rather... Goes into the back, but as you're going in, she points out that, um, like, you go into a door, and then there's immediately a start of, like, a set of ramps that kind of switch backs up um, to the next story. But there's also a hallway. Sure. The hallway also goes to your left and then clearly goes around a sharp corner. And, uh, yeah, that's that's where you go for um, getting in when the temple's not open or if you don't want to walk through the temple. There's a side door. And you're taken upstairs, and you see an apartment. This apartment is pretty fucking nice. It's not lavish. It's not big, but like it's really well put together. All the half height stuff, like someone actually bothered to still remember to build all the counters and stuff to scale and all of that. Like it's um, fireplace for the firestone is has like some nice fancy little carvings around it, flowers and such. It also has a lot of like carved-in shelving, and there's a carved-in platform for the beds already, and things like that. So yeah, this is nice. We can make this work. You can also provide furnishings for a nominal fee if that's something you need. But no, people also often bring their own. Yeah, we uh, we'll we'll, we'll find some stuff probably. All right. Uh, so are you? Ah, uh, yeah. This, what's the what's the what's the price range? <sighs> <laughs> Remember that. The Castles and Crusades and general fantasy RPG economy is fucked, and none of the numbers make any sense. Well, here's something to consider. I refuse to consider anything. To make it a little easier on you. We both have salaries. You do. So you could just say, it's X percent of your salary that I'm also not actually paying you, really. We're just hand-waving it along with 
food and soap. That, that makes sense. So, Also, Ian, I will say, I don't think it's fair that Vons and I don't have to pay uh, rent because of hand-wavy... Well, your grandmother pays rent. Back. And Vons lives in a... To be fair, Ericene also doesn't have any income. <laughs> and so it will be a percentage of their imaginary, sal- imaginary salary. That we don't track. imaginary salaries that we don't track because assuming you two keep your jobs you can you can keep yourselves you know in necessities no problem yeah vons's rent is more or less bribes to whatever <laughs> guards happen to find the door yeah i'm gonna say the rent is for it would be 20 percent of your salaries for each of you yeah, and, that's very reasonable you know split evenly so sure sounds good to me and then did you also want to check out the one of the spires, or are you going to just roll with this one? What do you think, Bricks? I like it. I like it, and it's close to work, and uh, it's, uh, it's got it's got all the amenities and luxuries we want, and uh, it, uh, it's also not a long walk. And uh, you and I got to take double main steps. Hmm. So, yeah, uh, I like all it. All right, we'll get the, you know, get you all signed in and get everything figured out. And you'll need renter's insurance on the first day you move in to set up an account with the electricity. All right, uh, let me go grab my pillow. Yeah, you have an apartment. Woo! Best D&D <laughs> game ever. C&C. Listeners, if you're still here, yeah. I figure you're just kind of into this shit. <laughs> Yo, Vons. Oh, yeah? What's up? It's Saturday. You're not drunk anymore. Um, I don't know how drunk Vons even got. Pro- not he, very. He was really avoidant. Yeah. Vons was channeling the junior high schooler in all of us, and just seemed to be more a bundle of nervous energy that also wanted to make out with someone rather than a drinker. Yeah, drinking probably would have made the uh, the wanting to make out with somebody factor a little easier. I was going to say, you did drink a little bit, because you shared some wine with Green. Nobody yeah. wants to make out with a bundle of nervous energy, though, so... I don't know, I've gotten dates. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. This is the sound of a group of people avoiding comment. Yeah. Yeah. I know I'm in at least some company in this group. (laughs) Hug. Oh, yeah. Which is why we're not commenting. (laughs) But all right. So two things. Vaughn's one. Congratulations. You now have the opportunity to make potions and you figured out how to make uh, your second level ones. Yep. Yep. Is there anything... As though for listeners, second level potions cost 10 GP each. Yeah, they're starting to get pricey. Yeah, so it's going to add up. But it also means you can cast some cool new stuff. Well, But I'm not able to make that many of them either. So. You can make either one or two a day. I just don't remember which it is for you. Concoctions per day. I'm at level three. Second level concoctions, I get to make one. My intelligence is 15. I think you just get the one per day, but I'll double check that for you at some point. Um, was there anything in particular you were excited about making? <sighs> Let's see. <laughs> Old person. Um, <laughs> aid is probably the one that I should be most concerned about, since that seems to be that the thing that comes up the most frequently, and I should probably start charging Ricks. All right. You mean cure light wounds, cure moderate wounds? Knock destroys any non-magical lock, although I also have a few vials of that uh, uh, rust monster potion left. So there's also a delay poison and aid. So you spend part of your day working on that, figuring that out, whichever one you end up deciding. Is there anything else particularly you wanted to 
do with your day. I remember that pretty much all we've established is that green is not available. Research. I know you have some stuff, at least for a little while, you were backburnering or going out and getting in trouble, starting a drug ring, joining a drug ring. Yeah, I'm really trying to avoid joining a drug ring that uh, bad breaking. So I think what I'm going to do is make sure that my den is secure, first of all. All right. uh, Roll a wisdom check. A terrible... 16 plus 3 is 19. Shit, you managed to not fuck it up, ruining my master plan. Um, yeah, you hey. kind of recheck, make sure everything's concealed, all of that. I'm going to say, I, the intelligence portion of it, you kind of already had it covered, so the wisdom was more like looking at this like someone else would look at the hidden entrance or whatever and making sure it wasn't apparent. This has been a bit of a prepper's paradise for a while. Yeah. And you definitely bribed the regular guards around here to just look the other way so you're all secured good good to know i'm going to send a couple of rats i want to send a message to green that's just going to be a big heart on a piece of paper with a paw print on it and i'm just gonna like make sure that my fur smell is on it and then i'll just roll that up and send that to her okay (laughs) done (laughs) she's got she's got good old factories she'll know who it's from i know it could be more specific but and who else are you sending rats to yeah so i'm also sending a rat wealthy i feel like wasn't in her right of mind when i was talking to her about the uh the cartel that was approaching me that that was very concerning before the lockdown happened but I came back in and was very concerned. Okay. And Wealthy was asking the important questions, like why would anyone want to organize crime? <laughs> that, that was while I was still drunk. <laughs> but it's so good. <laughs> Just crime, getting together with your binders, and they have like those tabbed sheets, spreadsheets going on. A lot of crime is complicated accounting. Crime needs to be organized. So Wealthy didn't seem like she was in her right mind when I was talking about it too much. Uh, but Grix seemed genuinely concerned. And not that Vons knows this. I don't think that Vons is aware that the two of them are looking for a uh, place together. Uh, Vons is mostly just going to try to communicate to Grix, saying, remember that uh, this this group... Uh, the Alley Rats. The Alley Rats. The Alley Rats, thank you. It, sorry, that was a few episodes ago. Just remember that the Alley Rats are out there. Vaunt is going to draw a little picture of the person that he saw and then just like circle it and say, this guy, this guy's sus or whatever the lingo in this particular place is Uh, suspicious, stinky. Maybe you'll just draw some smelly lines around him. (laughs) All right. I I get the feeling that Vaughn's doesn't communicate. um, Not much of a writer. No. No, he's very gestural. Yeah. So, yeah, through through these gestural cues, I'm hoping that <laughs> uh, that Vaughn's uh, communicates well enough to Green and and Grix these these feelings. Okay. Anything else? Meanwhile, he's also going to write a nice thank you note to Photios for letting him crash at his place with Green and all the other nice people. Just what about curiosity? 
Uh, curiosity is, um, no, curiosity's already gotten their payback, I think. And honestly, considering that Vaughn's was like leaving a nice note and everything, and like the situation was kind of obvious, I imagine that shopkeeper's not going to be that upset. <laughs> but I imagine curiosity's definitely going to get some, um, some sideways glances next time they go to that corner store. Or they'll ask them about it, and he will just be like, you see, this is my handwriting, which looks nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> you can play out all sorts of ways. We'll leave that up to them. Yeah. Cool. If that's all you're doing today. Uh, yeah, that and just doing the fermenting or the mixing or the aging or whatever of the ingredients that Vaughn's managed to gather over the recent trips. I'm sure Vaughn's needs to, you know, empty the um, the bits. How many days are we spending like this? I'm assuming you're also not really doing anything on Sunday. Oh, well, Vons doesn't exactly go to uh, um, Fantasy Church. Anything specific anyone wants to do with the rest of their weekend? I assume Sunday is spent in a panic moving. Yeah, there's a lot of panic moving. And, and your friend, um, Lily, who lives out of the shop with you, is helping mm-hmm. out all day. She's your buddy. And also she knows where everything is. Is, is, yeah. is Vons being made aware in any way that uh, Grix and Wealthy are moving? Was Vons even cued in on that conversation? It happened very fast. Yeah, it happened really fast. And uh, like... Uh, Ericene doesn't even know. Uh, well, it's not like Vons has a pickup truck or anything anyway, yeah. but uh, and I don't know what it takes to move things in a giant cavern system. Borrow card. Perhaps there's dumb waiters or something, or slides. Maybe there's slides. Uh, if, I were, if I were building a city into a mountain, I'd definitely include slides. Staircases as well, sure, but I mean, who, who doesn't love a good slide? It's mostly carts and ramps for any kind of medium-heavy movement of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, all right, so there's moving, there's Fawns, keeps making potions and stuff. Ericene, is there anything that calls to you? I'm going to put on my very best disguise and go hang out around that Bjartels and see if anyone that I know is around. The Bjartels? Yeah. Check your texts. Some of us have our <laughs> notifications turned off. I said I was going to text you real quick. Okay. If that is possible. If it's not, then that's fine. Yeah, I don't think it is. But um, no. If it, but just be aware. That's what yeah. I'm going to be doing. Assume that happens the next time the opportunity presents itself. Yes. Cool. You succeed at Sundaying, and your disguise plans do not come to fruition. Yeah, this is your sunday thing that you do this is your project for the day like you put some hours into it yeah unless anyone has any objection i'm just going to montage to monday um so grix and wealthy you work at the same place now which is helpful and you go in kind of ass early in the morning as is the want of all (laughs) most manual labor jobs yeah you head on in and cog is not the one sitting at the desk in fact, this desk uh, <laughs> does not fit the person sitting at it. It looks like an adult trying to sit down and like little desks they make for like first graders. <laughs> but River's the one who's here today, who is... The centaur? Yeah, who is normally oh the my God. manager of the kind of this whole area, not a specific, you know, couple of crews. 
Right. Okay. Uh, ah, hey, boss. Where's uh, where's Cog? That's a great question. Uh, I'm glad you're here. Uh, Grix, congratulations. You are now in charge of this setup nominally because you know everyone, they listen to you, and also I can't be here all day. So we don't know where Cog is. Uh, yeah, uh, we're, we don't know where Cog is? No. That's not like him. No, it's really not. So that's not great, and I'm worried. City's still got to get maintained. Grix, I know you've worked out of this out of this like group for a long time. You know who everyone is. You know how to read Cog's handwriting, which is not the easiest. No. I know about not reading, being able to read Cog's handwriting. Oh, right. You said you did some of that math stuff for him, right? So, Grix, if you can just make sure that everyone gets kind of their work assignments, it looks like Cog's kind of scheduled everything out for the next week anyway. Use your best judgment if something else needs to happen. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, it's going to do this anyway, but Wealthy, you are paired with Grix while you are still learning the ropes. Grix, Wealthy, is officially going to be one of our magical advisors who does some of the more technical sides of things. So. Oh yeah, yeah, Wealthy's great. Yeah, happy to have her. But if you could show her the ropes and, you know, kind of go about your day, but explain how everything is working and how stuff applies, and then maybe see what she sees and all of that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got it. Also, all the safety stuff. Remember the safety things. We don't want another Sparky. Right. No more Sparkies. Uh, should we should we do anything to start looking for Cog? Is there like are there search parties? I mean, are there... I told everyone to keep an eye out for him, but I don't know where he is. We, we already sent a runner to the Warrens and or the Cobalt Warrens and wasn't there. Uh, family had not seen him since Saturday morning. I'm not really sure what's going on, but searching would probably be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll put some of the crews on it, or at least uh, tell them to keep an eye out. Do that and. I'll see what I can do with the Department of Investigations, and if you know anybody who does this sort of thing, that would be helpful too. Good luck, I guess. Is there anything you need from me before I... I realize I'm dumping a lot on you, and I'm very sorry about that. No, 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 you got it. Happy to... Wealthy, you good? Yeah, I'm good. All right, well, good luck. Have a... It's probably not going to be a good day, but do your best. When I contact the Department of Investigations, I'll probably just send them your way, since you're going to be the closest to the situation geographically, if nothing else. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and I, I know purity. Should I ask for them? Uh, well, uh, not necessarily, but uh, I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with, with the team. Well, all right, good luck, and if you need anything, just send a rat and I will come down. Yeah, you got it, boss. She heads out, managing to not knock over half the furniture, which is hard for a centaur on smooth stone. <laughs> I bet. Cog's desk is a mess. It's always a mess. Grix is familiar with this. Like, there's definitely a system to it, but like every pile looks like it's about to fall over all the time. Um, so can right. both of you please make intelligence checks for me for sorting through this and figuring out what the fuck's going on mm -hmm. with, like... So I got a natural 20. Dope. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, Greg sounded excited about that paperwork, yeah. so, uh... Uh, 21. So yeah, you're sorting through things, figuring out what the hell's going where. You're kind of putting things away in drawers so you can actually fucking find things ever again. Um, at the bottom of it, you find something that's kind of out of place, even for COG. Um, and Wealthy recognizes this immediately, too, because it's the journal that he was doing all of those mathematical calculations in, and it's been very carefully placed at the bottom of a drawer, underneath a bunch of stuff that is much older than it. I draw this to, to Grix's attention, that that I did magical checks against these calculations that he wanted them uh, checked, and I did the checking, and he seemed to be disappointed that I found out that they were calculations he'd done it were correct, and... Now he less than a week later he shows up missing. 
and this is buried in his stuff? Mm. Yeah, that's strange. Uh, you know what kind of calculations there were? Like, what they were what they were for? Magical loads in the city systems? Hmm. There was, there was a lot of magic running through the systems. Um, I didn't really know what they were. I was just checking the systems could handle the magic um, power, and everything said that uh, or you're... if if it was real-life stuff, then it looked like there might be a problem. So, Grix, with that natural 20, you've already nailed it, and Wealthy also rolled super fucking high and did these calculations. Wealthy didn't really have the context for a lot of this. It was just math. But you... Sure. Like, there's some notes that Wealthy you probably just ignored, because, like, they were clearly designations of, like, this is the name of something, but it didn't mean anything to you, because it's just, you know, a series of... It's like a Dewey Decimal number. It doesn't really mean anything on its own right. without knowing the system it's matched against. But, Grix, you know a lot of this, and... Imagine you kind of lose your morning looking through this, and you pretty quickly figure out that A, this is calculations for like the magical output of a bunch of different parts of the city, like the amount of magic that's flowing into the area. Okay. And two, there's two sets of calculations that Wealthy was checking, essentially. Um, one of them is a set of... And you know these by heart, too. You know, these are all of the things that the various junctions and pumps and whatever all say on them. You know, this is how much a water pump consumes. This is how much this junction box should be carrying. Yeah, like all of the standards. Yeah, like the standard. Yeah. Because you've seen it like, you know, oh, the neighbor, you know, the block or so that has, you know, five water pumps and two, like, filter systems going on and six conduits running in this direction. That's x block even if it's not labeled as such yeah um and you put together pretty quickly or relatively quickly the others are the actuals yeah those are the actuals and the actuals are different and then that there's the calculate calculation of what looks like um looks like cog went around and took a bunch of measurements and the actual output of the city everywhere he's checked is below expected amounts oh fun not by a ton but by a amount that's statistically significant outside the margin of error sure okay well time to gather the papers and gather the team and on that note we will wrap up tonight's session primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've just heard if you want to see the website that's primaryattribute.com if you want to write us letters of complaint or questions or concerns or maybe you're just really worried about us and want to see what's going on you can write to letters at primaryattribute.com if you want to see our facebook page that's at facebook.com slash primary attribute pod our twitter is at prime attribute not primary attribute prime attribute don't get it confused if you want to see our dank memes that's at primaryattribute.tumblr.com and Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our logo was designed by me. That's Adam. Our theme music was composed by Erin. She's awesome. Editing this week was by Erin. Thanks, Erin. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Thank you.
wait, I need to make a... Yeah, what kind of check is it going to be? Four. Is it wisdom? Might be wisdom for paperwork. Intelligence. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I got real high. And it's a highlight stat. I aced that paperwork, which is a thing that people can do. What was your total? 23. Uh, yeah, you fill out everything correctly the first time. You point out three inconsistencies in the rules that they thank you for and will correct in the future. <laughs> and also notice that the rent is written differently in two places. And so they give you the lower. And it turns out that we can have pets, but they can actually only be infernal or abyssal creatures, which is really weird. But somehow that's written in. 